This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, March 28th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Governor Larry Hogan got his red crayon out of his top drawer yesterday and issued a number of vetoes. None of these were unexpected, but the governor vetoed the minimum wage bill, which saw the minimum wage increase to $15 per hour. The governor feels that that is too onerous on local businesses, especially when neighboring states have a much lower rate. Virginia follows the federal minimum wage of $7.25 per hour. Senator Cory McRae, who is a Baltimore Democrat who sponsored the bill, said he was hopeful that a veto override could take place as soon as today. If they are successful in overriding the governor's veto, it would increase the minimum wage from 10 10 an hour currently to $15 an hour. Businesses with 15 or more employees would have to do that by 2025, while smaller companies would have to pay it in 2026. Hogan also vetoed two bills which he labeled politically motivated. One was his 2016 executive order that public schools in Maryland must start after Labor Day. The state Senate and House of Delegates overwhelmingly passed the Community Control of School Calendars Act. They made it an emergency measure, which means that if they are successful in overriding Hogan's veto, school districts can change their calendars in the upcoming 2019-2020 year. The other politically motivated veto was the enforcement of alcohol and tobacco laws, where the General Assembly looked to strip Comptroller Peter Francho's office and move those duties into a new independent commission. This alcohol and tobacco enforcement bill is related to an ongoing dispute between the legislature and Peter Francho, and lawmakers are insisting that it's not appropriate for an elected official to oversee such matters. Mind you, apparently it's been perfectly fine for an elected official to oversee such matters for decades. In vetoing that bill, Hogan said that it will take a well-respected and award-winning operation and replace it with a Rube Goldberg contraption, creating needless administrative and bureaucratic chaos. Franchot claims that it will cost the state $50 million to create the new commission over a five-year period. In other statehouse news, a measure that would have legalized medically-assisted suicide in Maryland was defeated Wednesday in a very rare tie vote in the state Senate. Senator Will Smith, who is the bill's sponsor, said he will build on this year's work as they debate the measure in future years. And that bill was known as the End of Life Options Act. It had failed three times previously in the General Assembly. And this was the year that it came very, very close. The vote was 23 to 23, which is one vote shy of 24 needed. There are 47 members in the Senate, and Senator Obie Patterson from Prince George's County was in his seat, but he did not cast a vote. With a 23-23 tie, that initiative just died. We've got an update on the story out of Glen Burnie from a couple days ago where two men were shot and killed. The Office of the Chief Medical Examiner has performed autopsies on both Antoine Queen and Antoine Briggs and determined that the cause of death for each was multiple gunshot wounds with the manner being homicide. Police were investigating this and they did develop a suspect and a suspect vehicle. On Monday evening, the vehicle was located in Pasadena. They executed a search warrant on it and did collect evidence related to the murders of Briggs and Queen. Police secured arrest warrants for two subjects involved, and they are Edwin Javier Hurtado Valdez, 19, out of the 3700 block of 10th Street in Brooklyn, and his wife, Cambria May Lynn C., 18, of the same address. Hurtado Valdez was charged with first and second degree murder, two counts of first degree, second degree assault, and firearm use in a felony or violent crime. 
and his wife was charged with two counts of accessory after the fact, after she assisted the suspect with secreting evidence and helping him flee the area after having knowledge that he was involved in the double murder. The two suspects are believed to be together, and they should be considered armed and dangerous, and anybody coming into contact with them should call 911 immediately. If anybody has any information on this case, they're urged to call Anne Arundel County Detectives at 410 222 4731. The backlash continues from the grounding of the Boeing 737 MAX 8 aircraft. Southwest Airlines plans to roll back a number of flights that it offers as the company figures out how to minimize delays following the grounding of the plane. David Richardson, who's the Senior Director of Government Affairs for Southwest, said the airline will soon introduce a new schedule with fewer flight options to account for its reduced fleet. That fleet has been reduced by nearly 5% because they grounded these planes. Southwest has been hit especially hard by the grounding. The company has 34 of them, and that is more than any other airline in the United States. The Baltimore Business Journal has been watching some of the delays, and they say that there were 40 delays at BWI Wednesday morning. 34 of them were attributed to Southwest, along with six cancellations. So if you're planning on flying anywhere out of BWI on Southwest, you may want to keep an eye on your text or email for any possible flight changes. Southwest does say that they try to notify everybody at least 15 days in advance if possible. And should your flight be canceled, you can rebook it for free without a fee within 14 days of your original travel date. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. You want to look at that first link in our show notes and find out all the different ways that you can connect with us. And remember, it is Thursday, so we do have Trevor with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes. And as we always do, we have George Young with your local DMB weather forecast coming up in just a minute after this brief message from MacMedics. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief, have been produced right here on my Mac computer. What you might not know about is MacMedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore-Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road, or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, March 28th. More great weather ahead for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County today through Saturday. Look for sunshine today with highs in the upper 50s to maybe even mid-60s, then even warmer tomorrow with upper 60s to possibly lower 70s. And then for Saturday, it's a mix of sun and clouds, but temps in the 70s across the board for all of Anne Arundel County. After that, we might see a little bit of shower activity on Sunday, and then things clear out again for next week with temps in the 50s and 60s. 
Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Join Anne Arundel Medical Center Foundation on Saturday, April 27, 2019 at our Denim and Diamonds Bash in Annapolis. Denim and Diamonds is a fun evening under the stars featuring fabulous cuisine and gourmet food trucks, live and silent auction, and a live band. Last year, AAMC cared for more than 2,000 patients in our emergency departments suffering from mental illness or addiction. Help us expand much-needed inpatient and outpatient programs and services for your community. For tickets and sponsors, Visit AAMCDenimAndDiamonds.org. Special thanks to our platinum sponsors, AAMC Medical Staff, the Chesapeake Bayhawks, Comcast, the Evan K. Thallenberg Family, What's Up Media, and WRNR. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. This weekend, both Saturday and Sunday, Big Ink, a large-scale woodprint show, will be exhibiting at Maryland Hall. Each artist has carved a large-scale wood block, ranging from 2 feet by 4 feet up to almost 4 feet by 8 feet, to make a print with. Also at Maryland Hall on Sunday is their Free Art Fest, a day of creativity featuring art demonstrations, music recitals, dance performances, exhibitions, hands-on activities, and children's crafts. Capped off with a concert performed by the Naval Academy Band, this free open house showcases the arts at Maryland Hall like no other single day, attracting over a 1,000 people of all ages. Also on Sunday, even though Maryland Day was March 25th, you can still experience it with Historic Annapolis with a guided tour of the William Peca House for just $1. And check around for other Maryland Day activities this weekend, including down at London Town Gardens, and the Four Rivers Heritage Area has something as well. On Sunday at Clay Bakers in Annapolis, they're having the second of their techniques workshop where they'll be teaching about silk screening, specifically for use with pottery. At the Anne Arundel County Public Library System this week, Today in Deal is their coding club, teaching kids how to program using the Scratch programming language to create video games, animations, and interactive stories. Scratch is a visual programming language that's great for students and anyone wanting to learn the basics of programming. Also today in Crofton, their Women in STEM series continues, featuring more women presenting accounts of how STEM have impacted their lives. And on Wednesday at the Severna Park Library is Pollution Solutions for the Chesapeake, Your Landscape Matters. Allison Milligan, a master watershed steward, will discuss the impact of stormwater on our communities and explore how your actions and native plant selections can reduce pollution in the bay also don't miss the public library system story time goes stem maker mondays steam tuesdays chess club as well as various build and play with legos and minecraft days and this week at annapolis makerspace on tuesday is our monthly fusion 360 3d design workshop with russ if you're interested in learning 3d design especially using autodesk fusion 360 this is the guy to talk to and as always monday nights are great for woodworking at annapolis makerspace and thursdays are great for electronics and be sure to follow us on facebook twitter instagram and meetup to keep up with everything that's going on with us and some other local great stem groups and as always you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for Electronics Night. And you can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. Whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. 
This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.